0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Well, now we don't want to get into the middle of a controversy here, but what men think of women drivers is being expressed, quite frankly, by the husband of one as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. And furthermore, women always drive one or two ways. Like they had a cake in the oven in the back seat, or like they were the only person left in the world and had to go 40 miles in 12 minutes to make sure. Here, I don't agree with you for a minute. You don't, eh? What do you use the rearview mirror for? I don't choose it. It reflects in my eyes. <laughs> Besides, I couldn't choose it anyway. My purse is always hanging on it. <laughs> one more question. Suppose you find a parking space that has barely enough room to park. How do you do it?
2: Well, the way
1: I always do it is to pull up even with the car ahead, back into the car behind, then the front fender about $3 worth, burst into tears, and by the time the nice policeman has stopped patting me on the shoulder, some kind gentleman has parked it for me. okay, accept my apologies. You get your diploma. Thank you. And now, if I take the car down to the dressmaker Mrs. Toops told me about, you won't be worried. Not a bit, kiddo, because I'll drive you. <laughs> Where do you say you're going? I want to see a new dressmaker, Mrs. Toops told me about. She does some awfully nice work and very reasonable. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. If she's the Bob and Happy Scene trimmer that slaps the burlap together for Mabel Toops' duds, you better find somebody else. <laughs> Mrs. Toops always looks like a took down beach umbrella. <laughs>
2: Very dearie, Mrs. Toots is always very smartly dressed. She looks like she just stepped right out of Vogue magazine.
1: She always looks to me like she'd been thrown out for <laughs> trespassing. Well, sweetheart, men aren't quite as expert about women's clothes as they are about women drivers. I'll be the fashion editor around here, and you can run the automotive department. Oh, okay, where does this taffeta twister throw her basing? <laughs>
2: At 1414 14th 14, 14 Street, wherever that is.
1: 1414 14th 14, 14 Street, huh? Let's see, now that'd be about three blocks west of Walt Wall, Small Shop, or would it? Is it 1414 14 East 14th 14 Street or 1414 14 West 14th 14 Street? Sevenly days, I don't know. Mrs. Tooth just said 1414 14th 14, 14 Street. <sighs> That's typical of her. She's got less idea of direction than a punch-drunk pigeon sitting on a weather vane in a Kansas tornado. <laughs> Well, I'll find it for you. How long you. Come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble McGee. Hello, Doctor. Hi, Ham Hello, Molly. And good day to you, too, Lard Bucket. <laughs> Lard Bucket. Look who's calling who, Lard Bucket. <laughs> You've got more cheap beef on your shoulder blades than most people have in their freezer. Tom
2: McGee, don't sit <laughs> that way really to do, the uh, good doctor. You know.
1: Mind his little pleasantries, Molly? I know the boy, through and through. He may be a little rough on the surface, a little unpolished, but deep down inside, he's a mess. The medical school, you went to, Walter and Johnson. <laughs> I didn't know it was considered ethical for a physician and surgeon to crack wise about his patients' interior decorating. Ordinarily, Bird Brain, my patients can't complain about my discretion. No. But your medical record is so full of fakes, frauds, and fancy hypochondria, it ought to be published. Make a great comic book. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we could call it Superphony, The Man from Outer Space with the Steel Gallstone. Speaking of comics, Doctor, how is your romance with P.T. Tremaine coming along? Ha, 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 eh, Quiet, mouse meat. <laughs> My Molly, our romance is progressing nicely. I gave P.T. a rather handsome valentine yesterday. Cost me 6 50 What was it like, Tweezer Squeezer? <laughs> well, it had a big red heart on it.
2: My, how
1: original. <laughs> oh, that wasn't all. It had lace all over it, and when you opened it up, there were two pairs of nylons in it. And a little card that said, I hope you'll be my valentine, is the way these verses always start. And the reason the hose are tucked in here is because love is a beautiful sock in the heart. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. It would be more effective if Latrivia hadn't given her the same card day before yesterday. What? He did. Why that double cord? I told him what I was sending her, and he deliberately bought the. May I use your phone? Uh,
2: certainly, Doctor. Never but mind.
1: Me. Thanks anyway. I'll go see him. Thanks for tipping me off, McGee. Now, look, Bedside. Don't go find him. your that. own business, nosy. <laughs> so long, Molly.
2: Goodbye, Doctor. <laughs>
1: McGee, I don't think you should have told on mere Latrivia. My gosh, kiddo, I didn't tell on anybody. He was I don't even know what Latrivia sent Fifi. But you said that he Oh, said that don't it... pay any attention to me. All I was doing was stirring up a little action here. Oh. <laughs> Them 2 overage Romeos will sit on C.P.'s front porch till the roof falls in. In their case, Cupid needs a kick in the quiver, and I'm just the boy to do it. <laughs> well, get your hat, baby. Let's go. Wait a minute now. How about taking a city map? 14, 14, 14th Street may be hard to find. Not for old homing pigeon McGee, Snooky. I got an infallible system how to find places while there's snow on the ground. What is it? I find somebody that just come from there and backtrack them. <laughs> For street numbers, kiddo. I'll drive slow. 14, 14th 14, 14 Street should be along here someplace. That's what you said, three blocks down there, dearie, yeah. but that turned out to be the 900 block. As near as I could make out, half the houses on this street aren't even numbered. Yeah, and when you do find a number, it's harder to read than the Greek timetable. <laughs> Why does the guy put his address on his porch post and then plant honeysuckle in front of it? Well, than a rose bush, I guess. Well, yeah. oh, come on, let's try the next lot. Maybe they got some numbers on their houses down. You know, there. this is pretty silly having to hunt around like yeah. this. What on earth would a stranger do in this town, anyhow? Well, check in at a hotel, I guess. Wash up, shoot a few games of pool, maybe catch a movie. No, no, I mean, uh, <laughs> How would he ever. Dad's glad I'm getting sore. How do they deliver mail around here, anyhow? With bloodhounds? What do these people do? Oh, to... I should have asked Mrs. Coops to come with us, I suppose. No. How she ever found this dressmaker in the first place Oh, wait, Mickey. there's the
2: number. Uh-huh. Quick, stop the car. Okay. Oh! Uh, here. we got to get them brakes
1: fixed. Look, 1422, we're getting close. Yeah. Come on, let's get out and walk around. 1414 can't be far now. Uh, my God, this is ridiculous. How does everybody expect anybody to know where somebody lives if nobody puts any numbers on anybody's house so everybody can find nobody? Well, there's 1422, but the next house is unidentified again. Mm. Look, here comes somebody across the street, McGee. Maybe he can tell us. Hmm. He don't look too bright, so... (laughs) Maybe he lives around here. (laughs) Hey, Bud, uh, pardon me a minute. Certainly, old chap. What's on your mind? Well, uh, we're looking for fourteen fourteen fourteenth Street, sir. Could you tell us which house it is? I wish I could help you, madam, but I arrived in town just a while ago. Oh, well, okay, Bud, we just thought... Incidentally, nice. which way is the grain exchange building? Grain exchange? We haven't got any grain exchange here. What? Isn't this Chicago? <laughs> no, I'd better get a tram and buzz off. <laughs> Heavenly days and I thought we were lost. This isn't the stupidest, dad way to... Doggone runner. what kind of guys are running this town anyhow? Letting the street numbers get into the kind of a mess that you can't find since dressmaker. I got a Wait, ocean... wait, wait. Hold everything, dearie. I've got a clue. I think we're finally getting warm. Warm? I'm burning up. I'm hotter than a baker's knuckles. <laughs> I'm... What's the clue? Over there across the street. 1413, it says on the gate. Yeah, but we're looking for football. Oh, hey, I got an idea, Molly. If that's 1413 over there, then 1414 must be over here. Across the street from 14... That's a wonderful deduction, dearie. <laughs> well, come on. This is the place we're looking for. This gray stucco. I told you I'd find this, kiddo. It would be. Well, it seems to me Mrs. Troops said the dressmaker has a frame house, but ring the bell anyway. We can ask, hmm? This is the frame house with stucco over it. All houses are built out of frames first. If you don't have the frame, you can't have
2: the... Hello there. What can I do for you? I'd ask you to come in, but I've been cleaning house all day, and everything's just a mess, a mess. Well, you see, uh, madam, we're trying to... You about... know how it is, cleaning house with three kids under your feet. Although, goodness knows, I don't have as much trouble with my children as my sister does with hers. Goodness knows. Well, let uh, me... Maybe... And he it spoils them That's the trouble That's the whole trouble yes. That little Albert of hers He'll be four this summer Late this summer Labor Day He's just a spoiled kid Just spoiled She
1: probably lets him out In the sun too long <laughs> But look sis, We're
2: lost We want to I said to her yesterday Selma I said Your little Albert Is just a bully I said Just because my Richard Is twice as big as he is is no sign Your little Albert Has to bully him I said No sign
1: what did Selma say to that?
2: Thelma? My sister Thelma? Yeah, Selma. Do you know Thelma? <laughs> no, no, you see, we're looking for number fourteen fourteen fourteenth Street. We wondered if you 14, were have... 1414? Oh, that's not here. This is 1402 Street. 14, 14. We live here, 1402. 1402. In the middle of the block? Yes, we used to live at 1402 Hoover Avenue, but when they changed the name of the street to Boulder Boulevard, my husband sold the house. They just sold it.
1: Well, fine, sis,
2: we just... But we were always so happy at 1402 that he just brought the numbers along. <laughs> He's going to put them up when he has but to... Are you sure you won't come in?
1: Oh, no, no, thanks, sis. You've been a big help, though.
2: Yes, thank you very much. Goodbye.
1: Yes. <laughs> by George, that's the last straw Now I'm really sore This thing is getting under my skin Like figures at a picnic Now there's no use getting excited you? Let's go pick up Mrs. Cooper and... Excited? Who's excited? You are You said it <laughs> This thing by George has gotten my back up That's what this thing by George has got up <laughs> What's the matter with the people in this town? What's the matter with the city hall? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down there and blow the lid off of that joint. Oh, now, for goodness sake! Just because people are careless about their house numbers, why blame it on
2: the city hall?
1: Why? Why, my gosh, kiddo, this is a democracy we're living in. I know. And when something goes haywire in a democracy, who do you blame? The guys that done it? No, sir. You tear the roof off the city hall.
0: <laughs>
1: Get in the car. I'm going to Kramer's Drugstore.
0: Kramer's Drugstore?
1: Oh, yeah, boy, oh, boy, do I ever need an aspirin. <laughs> I got to calm down a little, and I calm down better when you keep shutting me up. I think you're taking those street numbers too big, sweetheart. Let's have a soda and forget the... Oh, hello there, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hi, Junior. Are you down here buying or selling, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, I was just back there giving Kramer a little help, Molly. Look. Waxy. Yes, pal. <laughs> Look. I got a burn-on, see? We've been all morning trying to locate seats 1414-14th Street. But the number's in this town. Hey, will... hey, 1414-14th Street. Yes. See, kids, that's odd. That's my sister-in-law's address.
2: It is? Well, for goodness sakes, where's the house, Mr. Wilcox? Tell us where it is, will you?
1: Glad to, Molly. It's in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no wonder we couldn't find the place if, oh, Toots' dressmaker wouldn't live in Omaha. He's confusing. Uh-oh. What is it? Look who just blundered in here. The trivia. Aha. Just the guy I want to see. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Now, McGee, don't... Hello, he... Molly, McGee. Nice to see you both. You think so, eh? Look, Mr. Mayor, has anybody rolled in to congratulate you lately on the swell way you've got the houses numbered on 14th Street? Why, why, no, I don't believe anyone has. Well, nobody's going to, too, either. <laughs> in case you don't know it, Latrivia, trivia, most people out there haven't got any numbers on their houses. Looking for an address around this town is like looking for a BB in a bucket of buckshot. <laughs> really? Well, this is news to What's me. What's the matter I... with the government in this town, anyhow? We got laws for stuff like that, haven't we? Well, yes, but I don't... I thought the... the people in this town were greasing up the old pork barrel just to keep from putting numbers on the houses... Oh, gee, I... that's ridiculous. Certainly. As a matter of fact, we do have an ordinance that requires all places of residence to be plainly numbered. Does the city enforce it, Mr. Mayor? Certainly not. They don't enforce it. We run all over 14th Street looking for 14, 14, 14th Street. And where was it? (laughs) Who (laughs) knows? Well, perhaps our existing law is not as strong as it should be, but I... Let's make it it strong. Let's put some teeth into that law. Let's put a set of teeth into it that'll take a hundred dollar bite out of every guy that don't have a number on his house. Personally, I'd be in favor of it, McGee. Yeah. Why don't you come down and tell that to the council We'd be glad to, Mr. Mayor. Why? Well, well, well. The council meets tonight, their regular meeting at 8.30, City Hall. Will you both be kind enough to be there? Well, I'll say we will, boy. You may wind up in the political ash can, but by George, we'll have a better city. McGee, that's not a very nice... You know, thing. you're an interesting character, McGee. My father would enjoy knowing you. Yes. Honor, you think so? Yes. In fact, I think I'll drop Dad a letter about you. Drop who? Drop Dad. See you at 8.30, Molly. (laughs) My goodness, the city hall seems deserted at this time of night. What do you expect when we come in here with a squawk, kiddo? A brass man? No, sir. When 5 p.m. rolls around, these boys hit for home like a third-base runner on a shortstop fumble. going in. My, it's a very dignified building, isn't it, dearie? A nice city hall. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, hi there, old timer. Hello there, Mr. Old Time.
0: Hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter.
1: <laughs> what are you doing in the city hall at this time of night? We're attending a council meeting. You too? Nope. It's just that, well, hey, something about this place is Impressive me at even time, kid. Here's where the common citizen can raise his voice and be heard. This is our building, kid. And these hills rooms and through these silent halls is transacted the business of our city as we He's a bailiff in the circuit court, and he owes me three bucks. <laughs> well, we got a job to tend to, old and We come down here to put up a beef. You see, hey, i got a mighty fine recipe for putting up a beef, Johnny. No. Take young beef and soak it overnight in a bathtub full of dill juice, and the season from a bushel of pawpaw. Then <laughs> yeah. you take the hoops off and make ashtrays out of them, and then you... Why, no, no, no. <laughs> complaint to make to the city council. I'll say I've got a complaint to make. I'm going to blow the lid off of this joint. I'm going through that council like a pair of pigeons through a peg of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: you're just like I was when I was young fellow Johnny. Full of Ben Vinny's stale jokes. <laughs> I mind on one time. thinking my... of time, what time is it, McGee? Not half past. Excuse us, old timer. We got to get upstairs. Oh, sure, sure, Johnny. You run right along. Two to see my brother, I'm leaving in a few minutes myself. I'm uh, fiddling for a square dance tonight, and I got to locate a horse. A horse? What for? Well, my bowstring's a kind of straggly, daughter. I gotta find me a horse and clip me off some of his tail.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't know you were a square dance fiddler, old timer. You call the dancers too? Yes, I sure do, Johnny. Now,
0: yeah.
1: all gone hands and circle to the right. Swing that gal with all your might. Balance and swing with a doe seat and honor the lady at your left elbow. Three go forward and three fall back with the gents in the middle and take off the track. Pass in right and turn like right a seat. That's all your do. It. can't see you next week. was I'd like to go there myself and... Yeah, we'd never find it anyhow, the way these streets are numbered. Come on, I'm going to blast that city council... Oh, here. Right up these stairs. Well, Holly, I know this is where the city council meets, but where's the city council? My gosh, we've been waiting here almost two hours. You know what? Ten, twenty. They were supposed to meet at 8.30, weren't they? Yeah. I don't like to be an old wet blanket, Gary, but I think we're stood up. Oh, will I ever give the newspapers a story on this? That just proves what a mess this town is in. Even the city council can't get to a council meeting on time. So what can we expect of the people? Wait a minute. Look, here comes a man with a broom. I'm going to ask him what... Uh, pardon me, are you the janitor? I yeah, ain't the city treasurer, sir, <laughs> Well, look, bud, the, the mayor told us to meet him here. to the city council on an important matter. This is where they meet, ain't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Move your feet, master, so I can see under there. Huh? Oh. Well, uh, why is the council so late getting here? The council meeting was called off for tonight, surely. Alderman Hogan boasted his gavel. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it was called off? My gosh, Why have... didn't somebody tell us? Mr. McGee and I were told to be Who oh, were uh, you, Mrs. McGee... Hey, they sent you a message telling you the council meeting was postponed. When? This afternoon. Let me get through to the waste basket, there, will you, man? Uh, oh. Hey, look, we were home all evening. Nobody sent us any message. You live at seventy nine Vesper Wister, don't you? <laughs> yes, we do indeed. Well, I was the fellow that took the message. I I couldn't locate the house. Why not? He yeah, has got no numbers on the house. <laughs> you don't mind sitting here in the dark, you ought to turn the lights out. Oh, I'd still like to get to that dressmaker, McGee. Ah, uh, stay away from that stitch witch, kiddo. I don't like her. <laughs> Why, you don't even know her. No, but I heard what she told you on the phone. Thought she thought you ought to drop me. Drop you? Why, well, she didn't say anything of the kind. No, she didn't tell you to drop that ham. She said ham, A-T-M. <laughs> oh him. Good night. Good night, all. <coughs> oh,
0: no.